0: listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong.
1: Welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast. Once again, it's John and Tiny. Yup. And we're here. We're... Ready to bring the news the news to you the weird the important news. news yeah the the best news really the stuff
0: that you actually care about
1: the not depressing <laughs> right you know news, like you know there's like gas shortages mm-hmm. and you know, lumber shortages and everything. Nobody wants to focus on that. Let me
0: guess the Republicans and the Democrats can't make a deal. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So forget about all that for a little while and listen to our podcast, earth oddity podcast, The best podcast, really. That's true. It didn't really make the list of best Alabama podcasts, (laughs) and I'm still a little hurt over that. I don't know who out there we
0: need to talk to to get into the, at least get nominated. As soon as I saw that, I was like, you know what? All the rest of the liberal media is right. This is a (laughs) backward state that doesn't know its butt from a hole in the ground. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well,
1: anyways, how was your week this week? It's pretty good. I had a good week, too. Good. Still kicking on pimento cheese. I'm just, I'm, I'm riding that train. I can't get off of it. I have addictive tendencies, you know, and I'm addicted <laughs> right. to you pimento say, cheese yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, that's just how it is. I did. I posted this in the Discord group, but I thought it was so funny, Hudson. And if you're not in the Discord, you should join because now you're hearing it for the first time, and the people in the Discord are lucky enough to actually hear it twice. Link so, in the show notes. Yeah, there's a link in the show notes. But Hudson had a teacher, his civics teacher this year, that he did not get along with.
0: Mm-hmm. Was the, this the feminist?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a different enough. teacher. <laughs> this is Mr. Sacco, who's a coach, too. Mr. Sacco always seems like a really awesome guy to me. Right. Well, he, uh, him and Hudson didn't g-haul, so to say. And partly because Hudson likes to tell jokes and mm-hmm. doesn't always understand when it's time to be funny and when it's time to be serious. And partly because I think Mr. Sacco, uh, he's a coach, and sometimes coaches don't like little guys who goof off, you Mm -hmm. know? So Monday night a couple of weeks ago, we were coming home, and I was like, well, man, the school year is over with. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad I don't have to see Sacco anymore and all (laughs) that. And I was like, Hudson, it would be really funny if you would just email Mr. Sacco and be like, Mr. Sacco, I just want you to know, like, you changed my life. You were an inspiration to me. You know, you were you were the greatest teacher I've ever had. And you've meant so much to me. You know, I was like, that would just be kind of, I was like, because if he doesn't like you, that would really surprise him. And mm-hmm. that would be funny to me. So Hudson did it. And I was just, that was just like an offhand comment. To yeah. me. So Hudson did it. And this is the email he wrote. Hey, Mr. Sacco, thank you for being such a great teacher and always checking up on my grades. You have changed my life for the better, and I think I will pursue a career in teaching. (laughs) I wish my father was a lot more like you. (laughs) Thank you for teaching me and always caring about my (laughs) well-being. Some me and Deeter and I are in the bed the other night, laying there getting ready to go to sleep. And Hudson texts me and is like, "I just checked my email. He emailed me back. <laughs> and though emailed me back, I was like, I wasn't prepared for this message, for a message <laughs> like this. But you're welcome. And I'm sorry I couldn't be more rigorous with the scholars class this year. Hudson's not to brag an academic scholars, you know, uh, career path or whatever mm-hmm. academic path." He said, COVID or not, hopefully y'all will have more up-to-standards group next year. Take care. I don't know. Shamala Alakun. I don't know. I'm not – I don't speak Middle Eastern. Okay. Uh, but anyways, so <laughs> I
0: just started rolling. And then he was like, what are you – Because it's all a joke. Because it's <laughs> all a joke. Good. This this bozo, he actually thinks he helped a kid. What a maroon.
1: I <laughs> so I had to go through the whole story with Deidre of like, hey, I thought this would be really funny to do. <laughs> <laughs> she did not think it was funny at all <laughs> she was like "You now y'all <laughs> built the guy's hopes up and everything yes. and I was like well
0: that, that's what makes it funny yeah. Yeah.
1: I was like for him he doesn't know it's a joke so that's fine <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like this is really a uh, a crime with no victims, you know. <laughs> yes. I Me and Hudson think it's funny. <laughs> he thinks that he touched a young man's life or whatever,
0: <laughs> and he didn't, right? And he did.
1: <laughs> see, they have to get checked off on academic scholars. So, like to go into the next year of being academic scholars, all their teachers have to recommend that they need to be an academic mm-hmm. scholars plus have good grades. Well, on Hudson's, Mr. Sacco wrote that he recommended for him to go into academic scholar- scholars. But then wrote, he will need monitoring. (laughs) Right. Well, and that offended Hudson. I mean, at that point, Hudson was done with Mr. Sacco. Kind of (laughs) like me. It's like, I don't care if he dies. He's like, I don't care anything about him. And from that point forward, which is probably about the middle of the year, him and Hudson have been at war. So... (laughs) I'm kind of proud of him for doing that. (laughs) I I can't lie. I thought it was really funny. I still think it's funny. Funny enough to talk about it on the podcast. So I'm not the perfect parent (laughs) in any way. I probably shouldn't encourage my children to do something like that, but it's pretty cool.
0: Yes. And also, Mr. Sacco... Not the perfect teacher. Sure, right. No, he wasn't. (laughs) Because Hudson made good grades all
1: year long. Civics is where Hudson does good. Now, back, I think that semester, he had not done great, but that was when he got quarantined Mm -hmm. three times during that nine weeks. So he was out basically the whole thing and was doing it online. And I think he got a B or something, like a a high B.
0: I know people who still aren't working because of COVID. Right, I think – I think Hudson's entitled to a B. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well,
0: Deidre did not like that.
1: <laughs> she didn't like him getting a B. She didn't like him uh, messing with Mr. Sacco. <laughs> because we found out Mr. Sacco is going to be at Hudson school next year. Okay. Because Hudson's going to a new school next year because they're restructuring the schools. But we think Mr. Sacco's going to be teaching seventh grade and Hudson will be in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, look, Hudson, if you play this right, you have like Mr. Sacco in your back pocket. Right there, <laughs> <Right>. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, so, you know, you don't wanna be coming in and starting to talk about him and everything and making jokes. You want to act like you're Mr. Sacco's best buddy and, <laughs> and that you wish your dad was like him and then he'll help you out if mm-hmm. you're having some trouble somewhere along the way. So I think we're coming out ahead in the and, so, and
0: at this point John has secretly Totally resolved the issue no, no. between Mr. Sacco and Hudson. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> Without even trying. Well, yeah, yeah. Like super low key. Like, hey, t- hey, Hudson, wouldn't it be hilarious if y'all are actually best friends? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the
1: crazy thing is, is the science teacher at Hudson School, he and I... Are really good friends. We've mm-hmm. we've known each other through Boy Scouts for our whole lives. So, I mean, we've been to Indiana together. I mean, we've been all over. Oh now. snap, Indiana! Well, I just saying on like a on a scout <laughs> That's trip. That's a long
0: way. To, yeah, it is from Alabama. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not a short drive. It ain't like driving down to the beach or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we've been on several road trips together and everything, and he's a good guy. And so I got him keeping eyes on Hudson. And Hudson's history teacher this year used to work for me at Roly Poly. So okay. So I feel like I'm going to be able to either control Hudson or be extremely embarrassed by Hudson <laughs> when they call and text me going, hey, your kid's a butthole yeah. or whatever. So I'm, I'm interested to see how eighth grade is going to go for Hudson. Mm-hmm. So – that's the big news at my house is that we're all in trouble. Well, Hudson and I are in trouble.
0: Well, now I'll say I had Hudson in Sunday school this morning.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's youth right.
0: ministers on vacation tiny is a
1: sunday school teacher for hire
0: <laughs> i am in high demand i can't wait till you teach the senior ladies <laughs> class next oh that's i can't wait for that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> hold on i know you have a story to tell about it, but let me time out one time years ago we were going around and getting like money from each sunday school class for the kids for like a. Uh, you know, operation Christmas yes. child or something. Mm-hmm. And we went to the senior ladies class and I don't remember which lady said it. Deidre will remember. And we were like, Hey, you know, we're here. And we had like, you know, a couple of little kids with us. And all that. and one of those old ladies was like, man, this is the money asking this church I've ever <laughs> been to
0: in my life. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Johnson, me like, you don't love Jesus. <laughs> I was like, no, I get it. I get it. I was
1: like, I completely understand, but if you got any pocket change, you're just trying to fill up this little bread box for world hunger, you know, <laughs> yes.
0: or whatever it was.
1: But yeah. I hate to be
0: an inconvenience, right?
1: but this is for kids who get like one bowl of rice a day. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Hudson came to our Sunday school class after you were done because mm-hmm. he was just like walking down the hall and I was like, hey, what are you doing? He was like, oh, uh, Tony taught us he's already done. Yeah. And I was like Sweet, let's get out of here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I only had three. Okay, and uh, I remember Chuck, brother Chuck. Yeah, he can sometimes go long,
1: he can look a little verbose. <laughs> yes,
0: and I told all the kids, I was like, that will not happen this morning. <laughs> we're going to read this chapter, we're going to talk about it. I'm not going to tell you a bunch of dad jokes, regardless of how bad I want to. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna ignore, ignore that. Yeah, and we're just going to talk about this chapter. But I was all I, all, I only brought that up to say is that he was fine. Like Good, I, you know, no no problem. Good. Thomas didn't make it this
1: morning. Deidre yeah,
0: Hudson said he pulled all nighter.
1: I I was ready to make him go to church. <laughs> okay. Deidre woke up first and went to wake the kids up. Came back downstairs and was like, hey. uh. Time to get up and get ready for church. Thomas said that he didn't get to sleep until 5. He couldn't sleep until 5 in the morning. And so we're going to let him stay home if that's all right with you. Why Uh, couldn't he sleep? That was my question. (laughs) I was like, well, was he up all night playing video games or whatever? He was up
0: all night reading his
1: Bible. And Deidre's like, well, he said he wasn't up all night. He just couldn't go to sleep. And I'm like, Deidre, come on. (laughs) You know? And she's like, well, I think we just need to let him sleep. You know, he can come to church tonight or whatever, and, and let's just let him rest. And I was like, okay, you know, that's fine with me. So we got home from church, and you know, I'm mm-hmm. eating my pimento cheese sandwich, and he comes downstairs. and I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, we got to get you back in a regular sleep schedule or whatever. He's like, oh, I didn't sleep much at all this morning. He's like a bird landed on my windowsill, and it was just chirping. He's like, I thought it was a cricket to begin with, but then there was a bird. I'm going to have to
0: sleep through Sunday night church,
1: too. <laughs> He's like, I banged on my window. It wouldn't go away. I opened up my window, and I yelled at it, and it finally flew away. And I just looked at it, and I was like, well, Thomas, the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. You tried to sleep through church because you stayed up all night, and uh, the Lord didn't want you to sleep. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's... uh. That's the updates from the Long household this week. Oh, I'm getting my car. My car is cleaned up. The Mm -hmm. Cam, not Camry, the Avalon Avalon is cleaned. I didn't mean to disrespect it. I've owned several Camrys too. Mm -hmm. And we were going to, Deidre had decided, (laughs) my car, by the way. (laughs) Okay. Deidre had decided we were going to take it to Fed and just let her parents use it and her grandmother and just be a farm car, whatever, you know. Didn't y'all do that with a van? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll hand to be here. Long. <laughs> yeah. Her mom has the van too. Okay. Well, now, Deidre was like, uh, yesterday when we were cleaning it out, she was like, Well, I've decided we just probably need to sell this. Uh, she's like, I think we can probably get 3500 bucks for it, and we'll just give half the money to your mom and half the money to my mom, you know, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Well, uh, we could what just about, keep it. <laughs> what about me keeping <laughs> some money? Yeah, <laughs> I would like to keep some money if we're going to sell it. And she's like, Well, if we, you know, I mean, we don't need the car. We don't need the money. We can just, you know, half it and give it to them. Your parents are moving into the house, you know, and my parents can use it for whatever, too. And I'm like, Well, it sounds like we're going to be selling the car now, right?
0: <laughs> You're like, like,
1: You've already made your mind up on this, haven't you? And she's like, Well, we could do whatever you want to do with it. And I was like, I want to keep it. I don't want to sell it. I want to keep my car for forever because it's been a great car and Hudson wants to drive it. And the
0: truck is a company truck. Yeah, it's a company yeah. truck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it could be taken away at So, any yeah, moment. what
0: happens if the company needs their truck back?
1: Uh, they'll just take it back. Yeah. <clears throat> or what if they're like, John, we don't need your services anymore. I don't mm-hmm. have a truck. Now, I hope they don't, and I'm going to work <laughs> hard to make sure they don't. But, yeah, that could always happen. Mm-hmm. And. So I just thought
0: we could get like COVID 20 could hit next year and be like three times as bad. Yes. And everybody gets fired.
1: Yeah. That could definitely happen, Mm -hmm. which is, I mean, I'll go find something to do, which is not even
0: as bad as like COVID 21. Oh, you're there's, I shudder to think about what coming. I read that there's some into.
1: bird flu coming now. Have you read that? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh yeah. Well, now we had the blurred the the blurred <laughs> bird flu. Well, first of all, birds aren't real. <laughs> okay, we all know that. But yeah, there's another bird flu now. Okay. It's supposed to be coming. I heard I I don't know though, because I'm mm-hmm. I, I've been so happy since I have quit watching the news Right. since the election. It's been great. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. I heard some murmuring Trump was coming back though on Facebook. <laughs> August. He's gonna get reinstated as president. Well,
0: well, now, I already heard got reinstated. But I thought that was Twitter. <laughs> like I thought he got reinstated. <laughs> oh, is he Twitter. back on Twitter? I don't know if he's back on Twitter. Uh, I think he's back on one of those social. I read that social platform.
1: I did see on Facebook that he got two more years banned from Facebook. Oh, they he just did. added some extras on there for good measure. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yeah, you want to
0: you want to make it too, Mister? Well, we're gonna make it too.
1: <laughs> I, I got unfriended because the guy who posted the article ranting about that, I just commented. I thought you were going to parlor. <laughs> and he unfriended me. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with the rest of it's that story. A legitimate question. It really was. He's he made a big show about how yeah. he's done with it and he's going to
0: Parlor, <laughs> and now he's back on Facebook. I don't know what's going on. Hey, what are you doing here? Yeah, you still have Parlor. I do. Okay. Now I don't ever log on there. Yeah, but I do still have it.
1: Man, I, I, if we could have just gotten in a little bit earlier, I mm-hmm. think before the big exodus from Facebook, <laughs> right. we might could have got a foothold in there and became super huge.
0: Is Frank's speech isn't even working, is it? <laughs> no, I've already <laughs> forgot about the old My Pillow guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my
1: pillow Twitter. <laughs> my pillow Twitter. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Uh,
0: what's going on with odd news this
1: week? <laughs> well, I got several stories. Hold on, I just cut my flashlight on. <laughs> just in case we need to see. Uh this this week. I got several stories I have. Trump man. Speaking of Trump. <laughs> okay. This, this is quote unquote Trump man. Now, this is
0: not QAnon Shaman. Uh, no. This and is it's new, not
1: President Trump.
0: It's a new character. This
1: is a, yeah, someone I'm unaware yes, of. Yes,
0: I'm unfamiliar with Trump I man.
1: I don't know a lot of Trump lore. Is that, am I using <laughs> that correctly?
0: I think so. <laughs>
1: okay. Or uh, canon. <laughs> I don't know. But Trump man is busted for cereal pooping. Okay. Bummer. Not pooping cereal like, Lucky Charms.
0: (laughs) Which would be amazing. Could be.
1: I don't know. But (laughs) this this is serial as in a series of poops. Uh, A man is accused of killing an iguana, and he wanted the charges dropped under the Stand Your Ground law. Okay. And a San Francisco man returns his Bob Dylan album to the library 43 years after he checked it out. Man. Maybe later than that. It may be 48. Oh, it's 48 years. Okay. There
0: we go. Well, I've got an undercover mom in Texas. Okay, a hundred thousand dollar chicken nugget.
1: Mmm, yummy.
0: <laughs> I wanted to start with this one, and this one was posted up in this group in the group this week by somebody. Uh, okay, shout out to whoever that was. Bride dies of heart attack at her wedding. Sister marries the groom with her body in the next room. Okay. <laughs> Bold move by the sister. I know. Hey, sis, we're all here. You know, yeah. I've I always mean, thought you were cute. <laughs> everybody's, everyone got dressed yeah. for a Marion. Yeah. Now there ain't no marriage. We got to do some Marion. <laughs> I always thought you were cute, sir. <laughs> in a series of unfortunate events, a groom married the sister of his bride after she collapsed and died earlier in the wedding ceremony. The incident happened in Uttar Pradesh, India when a woman named who surabi Sur, Surabi so, yeah I think that was that was uh, that was, uh, uh Simba's mom <laughs> <laughs> right uh Surabi and a man named Mangesh Kumar were tying the knot in a Hindu ceremony at the local white castle on may twenty seventh <laughs> I was the say, Times of India reported <laughs> uh, I think we're obligated to make a white castle <laughs> yeah. joke somewhere
1: in this story. <laughs>
0: Uh, During the wedding, the exchanging of garlands by the bride and the groom in the Indian wedding, Sarabi collapsed, and a doctor was called to treat her after she suffered a heart attack, News 18 reported. After the doctor pronounced the bride dead, the families of the bride and groom agreed the bride's younger sister, Nisha, would wed the groom.
1: Okay. So, I mean... So, it sounds like it was all arranged. Probably on
0: both (laughs) fronts, right? Yeah, I mean... Bride one and bride two. You would think that the bride collapsing dead would kind of kill the mood. Yeah, that's where you go, hey,
1: guys, <laughs> seems like this isn't a good
0: mood. But, hey, credit to them for making lemonade out of lemons, right? Sure. <laughs> In India, the majority of marriages are arranged, an estimated 90%. Wow. Radha Patel, founder of South Asian matchmaking site, single to Shadi, said it's likely the families arranged for the sister to marry the groom because they wanted to keep it in the family. Very Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Patel and her mother was in a similar situation when her aunt died in childbirth and there was an idea for her mother to marry the brother-in-law. So much vetting goes into match- matching families and marriages that it is natural for the that the families would want to stay together. Her mother was unmarried and young, but her parents accepted her denial of the idea. In the case of the Uttar Pradesh wedding, the families decided to go ahead with the ceremony while Sarabi's body laid in another room. <laughs> I like to think under the <laughs> tarp. We not,
1: yeah. Can we not get the body taken off the premises or whatever? <laughs>
0: no. I guess over in the reception hall or whatever. John, we've got, we've got, a potato salad and <laughs> coleslaw, find- is very quickly warming right. up. We can't let it go bad. Well,
1: we booked a wedding band from like six to eight.
0: We got to hurry <laughs> up. got to go. <laughs> they got another gig after this. It was a bizarre situation as the wedding of my younger sister took place while the dead body of my other sister was lying in another room. Sarabi's brother, whose name is Saru, told the Times of India, we have never witnessed such mixed emotions. Sarabi's so uncle Ajeb C told News 18, the grief over her death and the happiness of the forced wedding has yet to be <laughs> has yet to sink in. So that's just crazy. I mean it really is. If you're the groom, are you like, yeah, Jackpot? <laughs> <laughs> just just
1: upgraded. I
0: was I was no, gonna I mean, go I was gonna go for the older model, yeah. but hey, dude, now I get the younger model.
1: Well, I mean I mean, the younger sister could have been better looking or could have been uglier. So the groom may have been like, "Ooh,
0: no, I don't know how I feel about this.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I read somewhere one time, and I don't know if this is true, but I did read this or somebody told me. I I don't remember where I got this. I have no idea if this is true. But happiness among arranged marriages is Mm -hmm. about equal to what they are among just regular marriages. Right. That's why I'm planning to marry De- or Libby off <laughs> to yes. one of the Rogers children. So I don't know which one yet, mm-hmm. but uh, one of the Rogers boys will marry Libby. Our family's already swore an oath to each other. <laughs> right. So it seems natural to combine <laughs> our kingdoms and resources in that manner. But, yeah. but I don't know how you get married. after. I mean, you know, mama's already crying at the wedding anyways, mm-hmm. just about every wedding. But now mama's crying because her daughter died and her other daughter's getting married. You know, (laughs) it's rough. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I don't know how you do that. Imagine the uh, father of the bride coming in and being like, okay, I got some good news. I got some (laughs) bad news. Bad news is bride's dead. Yeah. Good news is she's got a younger sister.
1: (laughs) She's already wearing a dress. You know, it'll work. Everything's fine.
0: They wore the same size. Yes. right. I
1: don't know. I don't know. That's bizarre. Yeah. And just toting her to the next room, like, can we get her over to the morgue or the hospital? It's like, hey, we pronounce her dead and everybody leaves, you know, like <laughs> all just, the
0: medical personnel. They just take her to the storage room. I guess so. Man. Do they cremate in India? Well, I don't know if they all, I, mean, like, I don't know that, if all of them are, but I do know that uh, open air cremation is like a big part. Like there's this, there's that one part right. on this, the Gandhi river, the Ganges yeah, the, river, the Ganges, the Ganges where they, yeah. they do that. So, okay.
1: Maybe that's what it was like. Well, look, hey, after the reception, we're gonna have a big bonfire out there. <laughs> Everybody, stick around.
0: Yeah. You know, we're gonna to toast marshmallows.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I hope the wedding band performed. Love hurts. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? Yes. laughs> that's <a> tough. One. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, if Deidre had a fallen dead during our wedding, I wouldn't have been surprised. You know, <laughs> right? Because. I would have been like, I, "The Lord doesn't want <laughs> mm-hmm. me to be this blessed," you know. I don't, dis- I don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. But I probably would have been like, "I don't, I don't think I want to marry her sister," you know. Like, right? I, I don't, I don't want to do that, y'all. Not that her parents would have been like. Yeah, here, married Jennifer.
2: Yeah.
1: And Jennifer would have been cool with it. But right. I'm just trying to put myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. If Tara had a died in your wedding and then they were like, you have to marry Jared now,
0: <laughs> what would you have done? Well, this was back in 2007. So it would have been illegal <laughs> at that point. <laughs> but Jared, like, because of his long blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. I will say this if Tara had a younger sister, uh-huh. a beautiful younger sister, she don't. But if she did and Dara had dropped dead, that younger sister would have been so excited to marry me.
1: I, I still, I like the mental picture of you marrying a Jared. I bet you do. Like, you flip the veil back and it's like little goatee
0: beards there. That would have been great. You tried to pull a Jacob or a Layman. <laughs> Hey. that's another Old Testament joke deep <laughs> like, cut it is a deep cut <laughs> that's Genesis <laughs> but uh,
1: you know of course never would have happened with her father being a Baptist preacher or anything. <laughs> right? anything so, right okay so anyways I have a story from CNN.com fair okay. balanced everybody knows
0: <laughs> no that's wrong network oh is it <laughs> yeah. yeah Fox News is fair and oh, balanced I've been out of
1: the news game for a while <laughs> A man accused of killing an iguana wanted the charge dismissed based on the Stand Your Ground law. hmm Okay.
0: Well, if that iguana attacked him.
1: Well. Makes sense. You're about to find out. <laughs> okay. A Florida man accused of killing an iguana last year wanted a charge of animal cruelty dismissed on the basis of the state's Stand Your Ground law, and a judge has denied that motion. P.J. Nilaja Patterson was arrested for allegedly beating, dragging, and kicking a three-foot iguana in Lake Worth, Florida on <laughs> September 2nd, 2, 2020.
0: That's what you get. (laughs) (laughs) You're
1: going to try to mess with me. You better be
0: prepared. I respect the them. You got
1: to send a message to all
0: the other iguanas. (laughs) Like, always stay away from that one right there. I mean, if you beat one iguana to death, (laughs) you only have to do it once. That's right. All the other ones get the message. That's like
1: my great grandfather used to, you know, like kill snakes and hang them up in the trees. So, (laughs) you know, all the other ones would know not to come around. (laughs) Uh, The animal died as a Palm Beach The animal died as Palm Beach County Animal Care and Control was transporting it to be euthanized. There we go. Patterson's attorney filed a motion to dismiss the charge, but Judge Jeffrey Gillen denied the motion on Friday. In the motion, Patterson's attorney, uh, Frank Vascondcleas and Carrie Haltwort said their client was trying to save an iguana from getting run over by cars. When he brought it to safety, a crowd agitated the animal, and and it bit his right arm when he tried to move it. Uh, According to the motion, it says he then kicked the iguana as far as he could. (laughs) Patterson had to get 22 staples in his arm because of the bite, according to the motion. Man. Uh, In this case, Patterson acted in a reasonable manner under all circumstances because the wild iguana was the first to engage with physical violence during the encounter. Hey, he hit me first. That's the (laughs) the only
0: hit-me-first defense. I didn't start it. I finished it.
1: Florida's Stand-Your-Ground Law states deadly force can be used if a person reasonably believes that using or threatening to use such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm. Patterson's attorney said the animal was the first to engage in aggression, so Patterson had the right to defend himself. I mean, I, I don't... Yeah, I, I, I hate to say I this, see their logic. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that makes perfect sense, personally. They also wrote Patterson believed the iguana could have injected poison into it. <laughs> okay. Okay, now we're getting a little off base here. <laughs>
0: That's a little far, okay.
1: It's not a Gila monster.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or you <know? Our> Dilophosaurus <laughs> from Jurassic Park. <laughs>
1: Is the Gila monster the only poisonous lizard in the United States? I really don't know. I think it is. Okay, I'm pretty confident I'm correct in that. Fact check me, Jamie. Uh, thus, I know some
0: people uh, who are not as informed as we are mm-hmm. think that um, iguan- no uh, Komodo dragons, yeah, are venomous, but it's actually
1: bacteria. Yeah, they got in like their like their a bunch of bacteria that will kill you. But yes. we don't have those in the United like like uh, natural. No, what what am I trying to think? Uh, an indigenous no, population. Not.
0: Yeah. We do have one in Birmingham at the zoo. Yes, we do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So it says, thus he rushed to inca- in- <laughs> incapacitate the iguana the best way he could in order to preserve its antidote. He wrote, they wrote. So he thought he'd been poisoned. So then he just beat the crap out of this iguana <laughs> so he could preserve the antidote.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> The article goes on a little bit longer, but all you need to know is the judge is like, "No, nah, you're in trouble for doing this." Yeah. So, but I thought iguanas were like invasive in
0: Florida, and it wasn't a problem to kill them. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, the the charges here are cruelty to animals. Yeah, but I mean, the thing bit him. How many staples did it say he needed? Twenty-two. I mean, that's no joke. Yeah, that's not the no. no laughing matter. That's, I mean, it is kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's funny to us. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I get bit by something, I'm, I'm going to dropkick it, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would say the same thing. Uh, I bet you this dude doesn't move any iguanas out of traffic anymore. He, but I run over every daggum one of them. <laughs> Y'all, I don't care. You know, he's trying yeah. to be a good citizen. Yeah. But you get get bit by an iguana? I mean, I respect the move. One mm-hmm. time when I was in Boy Scouts growing up, we went every summer during summer camp. We stayed at Camp Watkins, which is a little camp in Fayette, which only Troop Forty Five uses. And we went, every year we would go catfishing at the Sanford's Pond. They would invite the whole scout troop over there and we fish. And a guy named Mark Maherd caught a catfish, and he was getting it off the hook, and the catfish bit him, and he bit the catfish back, just hmm. right on the side of
0: it. That's what you get.
1: Well, that's when we found out the skin of a catfish has some sort of toxin in it, and he had to go to the hospital.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we'll spend a
1: few days in the hospital. <laughs> But, yeah, I respect the move. Yeah, He's you know, like, you're going to bite me, I'll bite you back. Yeah. Same thing for this guy. You're going to bite me, I'm going to kick you. I mean, he punted it, apparently, yeah. and then chased it down and because dropped it. Because he thought had poisoned him. Yeah. Dropped the elbow <laughs> on him and everything. <laughs> I
0: like it. Well, that's why I want not have a pet iguana. Yeah. Yeah. That's just it. John, I know you like chicken nuggets. I do. Would you pay $100,000 for a chicken nugget? The bands on the chicken nugget. Okay. It's not shaped like Jesus. Oh, well, then I'm out. <laughs> but it's shaped like one of those little Among Us astronauts. <laughs> okay. I have Among Us on my
1: phone. I don't know what it is. Well, I think Libby put it on there. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what Among Us is, though.
0: It's a game. Uh, okay. Are you familiar with Mafia? Did you ever play that? Where no. one person is the Mafia and there's a narrator and everyone closes their eyes and the Mafia picks someone to die, and everyone argues over who they think the Mafia is. I
1: think I've played that around a campfire once. Okay.
0: Yeah. If you took that game and made it a cell phone video game and put it in space, that's <laughs> Among Us. Okay. Logical. <laughs> okay. I'm to follow your logic. Okay. <laughs> right. Among Us shaped McNuggets sells for nearly $100,000. It's sold, John. Somebody paid $100,000 okay. for this chicken nugget. All right. A McDonald's chicken nugget that bears a resemblance to the player characters in the popular video game Among Us sold on eBay for just short of $100,000. The McNugget listed by eBay user Polza started at only 99 cents, but after 184 bids, the item sold for $99,997.
1: Goodness gracious.
0: The listing said that the Among Us shaped nugget came from a McDonald's BTS mill. You know what that is? Oh yeah. What's a BTS? You don't know about BTS? I don't.
1: They're K pop. They're K pop group.
0: (laughs) You know all about K pop? I know what K pop is, yeah.
1: Only reason I know about this is because of my daughter. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, but she's she into K pop?
1: No, but she like Libby knows about everything. Okay. And so she will talk to me about everything. (laughs) Right. And because I love and care for her, I listen to her. (laughs) I can tell you about the Minecraft YouTubers she listens, she watches, and all that. I just know all of it because I pay attention when she talks.
0: Well, anyway, yeah, it says, okay, it does say here that a combo meal inspired by the K pop band BTS. The seller promised the M- the nugget would be delivered in edible condition. Okay. Which I, I'm assuming that means he put it in a zip sure. and put it in the refrigerator. Well, we know those nuggets will last a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they will. This food product has an average expiration of about 14 days and will be delivered prior to expiration, the listing states. The eBay post caught the attention of the official Among Us account on Twitter, which shared a link to the auction. The post received a reply from the official Xbox account, which suggested the nugget should come with a packet of McDonald's Szechuan sauce.
1: Okay, Szechuan. <laughs>
0: yeah, too. Szechuan. <laughs> Isn't that a Providence in Canada? I'm strictly <laughs> sweet and sour. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah? Szechuan's pretty good. Is it?
1: Yeah. I've I'm, never had McDonald's Szechuan. I was unaware they had it. <laughs> right. I barbecue barbecue only at McDonald's. Uh, he
0: said, I have said. How you say that again? <laughs> Szechuan. <laughs> Says Juan, at a buyer's request, we'll ship some with the the nugget. Uh, Polza wrote in response to the suggestion. It is unclear whether the buyer requested the sauce. And that's it. But I I guess this is just one of those stories where there's a random eBay listing that gets shared by a super popular Twitter account. Right. And next thing you know, all these insane, crazy people are, are trying to get this McNugget. No,
1: I don't I've never sold anything on eBay in my life. Mm-hmm. But if I I think I understand that if let's say I sell a chicken nugget and you bid a million dollars for it tiny and then you don't pay, there's no recourse on my in to try to get my million dollars out of you. You can leave some bad feedback. <laughs> yeah, that's about it, right? <laughs> yes. I, mean, I don't think there's like, okay, so like whoever bid the $100,000 mm-hmm. on this, if they don't pay up, then it's going to fall to the next lowest bidder on down to this person gets $3 for it. Yeah. Probably. I
0: don't know. I would have to ask Jeff. Uh, oh, yeah, he does have Jeff, a, he does eBay a lot. Yeah. So shout yeah, out to know. 360P. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. He finds all kind of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He's, his big thing is like vintage clothing, sure. But he does other stuff too.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, you'd think if you were selling discounted furniture by in town, you wouldn't have time to do all that. But well, you know, <laughs> he kudos
0: to him. He don't sell discounted he, furniture. He gives it away he, to poor people. <laughs> you bought discounted furniture from him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that that money went to poor people. <laughs> sure. Sure, it did.
1: Sure, it did. Instead of keeping a thriving business up and running in West Alabama that employs <laughs> a lot of people and contributes to the tax base, you decided to go directly around all of that, which all I will did. benefit poor people anyways, too. But it's okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All okay. well, right. John calls it trickle-up economics.
1: Exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, well, let's talk about returning stuff to the library. okay
0: something john never
1: does (laughs) you will never read this story about me you know just so you know this is the second one i've ever done there will (laughs) never be one written about john long in 50 years returning the complete work the complete (laughs) works of emerson back to the fett county public library (laughs) never i will be buried with that book (laughs) um a San Francisco man returns a Bob Dylan album to the library, 48 years overdue. Wow. Wow. I'm at 25 now, I think. 25, 26. Well, now you have something to aspire to. Oh, I, I will never turn it back in. <laughs> right. Never.
0: It's just its just how long will you live? I'll hand it
1: down to one of my children or I'll be buried with it. <laughs> with strict instructions, if I give it, say like I hand it down to Thomas, I'm like, you are to never turn this book in. <laughs> Okay, ever, <laughs> ever, ever. And You give it to your son, you know, after you. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep it in our family with a story of how Papa, Papa John, you know, never turned his book in. Recently retired and with some extra time on his hands, Howard Simon sat in a Sunset District home, flipping through his collections of 3,000 vinyl albums when he stopped in the Bob Dylan section and noticed a copy of Self-Portrait which he had checked out from the University Heights Library in Ohio in 1973 and never returned. Hmm. So Simon, who is 62, packed up the album he had borrowed as an eighth grader and mailed it back to the library 48 years late, and he cl- included a letter of apology and explanation. <clears throat> I guess these people, like the lady that we did, she wrote a letter too or something. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they just feel guilty and have to apologize. <laughs> I feel no guilt. I don't know. Maybe in the sanctification process, I will get there one day. <laughs> that we right. talked about
0: this morning. Yes, that's right.
1: <laughs> but as of right now, no. <clears throat> as a recent retiree, I'm taking the opportunity to turn my attention to some of the many vignettes of life that, by dint of career and family, have been neglected these many years, he wrote. In that context, I'm returning with this letter an overdue item, by my count, approximately 17,480 days overdue as of this writing. It's quite late, and I'm quite sorry. Simon included a $175 check, a tithe, if you will. (laughs) He said, Is that
0: 10% of what he actually owes <laughs> <laughs> on that book?
1: Or about 10% of what the dime a day late fee in effect to July 1973 would have added up to. Well, there you go. So he really owed what, seven, uh, 1700 bucks. Mm-hmm.
0: I like to think that librarian is like, Oh, you think this makes it all better? <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> What's no. wrong with you?
1: <laughs> There's a <an> whole Seinfeld <laughs> episode about this. <laughs> Uh, Sarah Phillips, manager of the University Heights, Ohio, branch of Heights Libraries, said the library no longer collects late fees. So you can just willy-nilly now, right?
0: (laughs) Right. It's on the honor system.
1: We're grateful that Mr. Simon returned the record, she said, on the library's website. I said we can now call it even. But she did ask Simon for his permission to post the story of the long-lost Dylan album on the library's Facebook page. He agreed... And is now experiencing a brief flirtation with fame. Somehow it's gone viral, he told the San Francisco Chronicle. I didn't expect my little return of an album to get so much attention. I'm finding this amusing, amusing and really fun, but somewhat unexpected.
0: Hmm. So So we all like this guy? I guess so. Uh, because he uh, he paid 10% of what he actually owed on right. this uh, album.
1: Uh, he said he's already replaced the album, too, on the same day he mailed it. So hmm. he, that's probably why he had been looking for a copy all these years, and he finally found one. He was like, found like, well, I guess i give this one back. <laughs> Anyways, pretty, it's actually a pretty interesting article. It's, it's kind of long, but I did read through it, and uh, it talks all about the album, which people didn't really like when it was released but it's a good album if you've never listened to it. You big Bob Dylan fan? Uh
0: not so much. Okay. I like Times Are Changing. Okay. <laughs>
1: that's a good one. That's a good one. That uh that's a good song. Mhm. But uh I I will never respect this man for turning this stuff in. <laughs> Like after uh, after that much many years, it's yours. Like it. They... <laughs> oh, is is that is that the rule? That's absolutely the rule. <laughs> are, are you giving this land that you own here back to the Native Americans?
0: <laughs> well, they haven't come and asked for it. <laughs> okay, are you? They weren't asking
1: at the library either.
0: So where do you draw the line, Tiny? <laughs> That's a good question. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> See. That's how you that's how they get you when you start turning stuff in. They're coming back around, and be like, hey, you know that land out in Nicola? cola? the Choctaws used to own it. You need to give it back to the
0: Choctaw Nation. I'd you be can't like, do that. Are there any I thought I thought I thought all they I thought they were gone. <laughs> I thought Andrew Jackson took care yes, of that problem for us. Did, did I not have some white ancestors some way along the way that killed all of them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Choctaw Nation alive and thriving in Oklahoma, by the way. That's a wild thing. Have you ever been to Oklahoma? Uh, no, I haven't. So there's a lot of like like uh, places in Oklahoma have the same names as places in Alabama hmm. and the Southeast because all the Native one, American because tribes
0: because we've we kicked them all. They're all of, forced out there on out the, of the Southeast. Yeah. Okay. All on the
1: Trail of Tears. And right. they got out there and uh, there's a Watumka, and you know, mm-hmm. we have a Watumka here and a Wadawi and all that. And yeah. Hmm. It's just kind of wild. You get out there and be like, next exit, what You're like, well, I'm back in Alabama.
0: <laughs> did I make a big loop? <laughs> no, it's the the people who originally settled Alabama got kicked out. Yes. And they kept some of the names.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you talk to some people, I tell you the Vikings did it all. So the Vikings were first. <laughs> but whatever. You right. know, I don't know.
0: Uh John, how can I even You're just gonna have to rip the band aid off. <laughs> Texas mother charged after she snuck into school pretending to be her daughter. Okay. Now, I will say of all times to be trying to sneak into high school in this the is age it. of face masks, yeah. this is it. This is it. Deputies with the El Paso <laughs> County Sheriff's Office arrested Casey Garcia, 30, of San Elzaro, after sure. the woman was accused by the local high school district of trespassing on school grounds posing as a student. The San Elzaro Independent School District notified the Sheriff's Office about the incident on June 1st. Deputies were also alerted to several social media posts circulating online, which allegedly documented the incident. One of the videos is titled, Going to School as My 13 Year Old Daughter, Middle School Edition. Okay. I mean, that'll that'll get you caught, right? Sure. Yeah, you (laughs) can't be.
1: (laughs) Fuck content up.
0: The video shows a woman wearing a yellow hoodie and a black face mask, taking selfies in a restroom and eating in what appears to be a school cafeteria. Deputies met with school administrators who identified the woman as Garcia. Detectives conducted an investigation and obtained two criminal warrants for Garcia on charges of criminal trespass and tampering with government records. Deputies later located Garcia at her residence and took her into custody. Garcia also documented her encounter with authorities on social media. She was booked into the El Paso County detention facility on both charges for an unrelated traffic warrant. Her bonds totaled $7,908. The mother has since shared a video in which she explains why she posed as her daughter. And that's the end of the article. And me and John, before we went to record, we tried to watch this video. Yeah. But it's an eleven minute video, and we just—we did not have time. As much as I'm curious, I wasn't eleven minutes of this of listening to this lady talk about herself.
1: I'll curious. say this: she doesn't look like a thirteen year old girl.
0: No, you know, like I mean, she—we'll say she looks young, yeah, but not no thirteen. You, yeah. <laughs> uh, eh. I don't know. I feel like
1: this could have been something she could have gotten accomplished if she wanted to get some clout online by calling the principal and go, look, I want to do like a little short documentary for <laughs> right. my YouTube channel about what the staff and people go through at the school during the pandemic. And they'd probably be like, oh yeah, sure, come on in. And you do some, you interview the principal and interview some teachers and then go eat lunch in the cafeteria and hang out and go sit in a class or whatever. Dump all the interview footage, and then just say I went to school and pretended to be a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, and it could have been, it could have been easily done. Mm-hmm. But she tried to sneak in there, and now she's in trouble. Imagine you're this girl's
0: daughter. Oh, it's tough. And you wake up. It's tough. To go to school, and your mom's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. You're gonna stay home today. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go to school as you. Yeah." For for you today,
1: <laughs> and you know, I like as a parent of almost three teenagers now, right? Uh, they are embarrassed by their parents. For,
0: <laughs> yes, they I are. mean they
1: are just they just are, and I feel like my kids aren't as bad as some other people are mm-hmm. as being embarrassed because they all are. Well, you know, like they have the same syndrome I have, which is thinking you're the coolest person in the world, anyways. So right. it doesn't matter what anybody else does. But even still, they're embarrassed by me. And if I would have told my kid I was going to school to pretend to be <laughs> them, no, absolutely not. Uh, no, man, no. It's going to be cool. It's for my YouTube channel. Absolutely not.
0: And all is bad enough. You have a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And now, like, now she's got to go back to school, and everybody's gonna be like, "Man, your mama got arrested!" <laughs> you know,
0: yeah. I mean, you got to transfer school. Your mama's thirty. Yeah. She, she expected everyone to think she was thirteen. <laughs> your mama thought I was over here <laughs> acting like everybody thought she was you because she had a mask on. <laughs> <Yes>. like,
1: no, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> kind of wild, kind of wild, and I and I don't know what because we didn't watch all the 11th minute, minute video. <laughs> yes. But I feel like this lady is nuts, so anyways, Yeah,
0: because she, I mean, it was one of these videos where she opens up with, uh, I'm going to try to make this short and sweet. Yeah. And, but then she just keeps on and on and on, and she won't ever say why she did what yeah. she did.
1: Well, you got to do is, by, look, I was trying to get some views on my yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I think I
0: know why she did what she did. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. She's, she's crazy.
1: Who wants to go back to middle school anyway? <laughs> middle school is horrible. <laughs>
0: I wasn't a huge fan of high school, but I know there's a lot of people who think that's I, the most wonderful thing. No, I had a lot of fun
1: in high school. Don't get me wrong, I had a lot of fun in middle school, mm-hmm. but just being a teenager is difficult. Right. You know, I mean, it's not anything that I would think many people want to relive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It doesn't matter if you're the coolest dude in school or the biggest nerd, being a teenager is difficult. Your body's changing. You got hair growing in weird places. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out who you are, how you fit in, all of that's difficult. I do miss the complete lack of
0: responsibility. Yeah, no, that, that part's amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah, you could just get up. All you had to do was go to school. But because I had never lived as an adult, I took yeah. it for granted. Yeah, of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course, you did. We all did.
1: But yeah, I would not want to relive my teenage years at all. Yeah, although I had a lot of fun, a great mm-hmm. time. That yeah, was not, it. Wasn't a wasn't a bad day ever as a teenager for me, uh, as far as like socially, but. I wouldn't want to relive the actual being a teenager part. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. I relive college. I wish I could.
0: (laughs) College is a lot of fun. I wish I could relive college.
1: (laughs) Because then you're like old enough to do stuff without oversight, and you still don't have really many responsibilities. Uh It's like the perfect time.
0: You know how sometimes you hear about that dude that's like, uh, he's been in college for like 11 years, and he still hasn't graduated?
1: That was me. And I'm I'm
0: like, (laughs) lucky dog. (laughs)
1: That was me. (laughs) It's been a good eight years. Yeah. Um well, let's move on to Trump man who is arrested for serial pooping. Okay. A 70-year-old Ohio man who told cops he was a quote unquote Trump man Mm -hmm. confessed to repeatedly urinating and defecating in front of his neighbor's home because the residents are Democrats and support Joe Biden. (laughs) Jerry. This is taking politics to a whole new level. Yeah. This is not what our forefathers imagined. <laughs>
0: no, yeah. it's not.
1: Now, they would have a duel over a disagreement and everything, but I feel like they would frown on crap it on your neighbor's sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Jerry Dietrich, the accused septu-, septu... I have trouble saying this word. Septuagenarian cereal pooper.
0: That's a guy in his 70s, yes. right? Okay
1: was cited Monday for littering after the homeowner caught him in the act around 3.15 a.m. in Greenville, Ohio. Investigators say that Matthew Gaiuti, oh, what a name, Gaiuti, Gaiuti. <laughs> Uh, That's a fish song, by the way, but this is spelled a little bit different. It's got two Ts. Called 911 after spotting a man squatting down and re- relieving himself near a privet hedge outside the home. Gaiuti, who's 59, shares, uh, who's 59, shares the home with his husband. Upon being confronted by a guy, the suspect got up and walked away from the property. Had a little mud butt, probably didn't clean up like he, <laughs> like he normally does.
0: You know. Yeah. Based on
1: that description provided by a guy police subsequently identified Dietrich, a retired high school teacher, as the subject in the pre-dong pooping. Dietrich seen it right. Oh, this is in the Smoking Gun article. Y'all can see it. He looks like Paw Paul. I mean, he just looks like <laughs> right. he pawpaw. Uh, lives a couple of blocks away from Gaiuti's residence, so he had a walk down there. <laughs> During police questioning, Dietrich reportedly admitted to urinating in Gaiuti's yard on May 30th and also copped to previously defecating on the victim's property multiple times. Dio- Dio- sorry, Dietrich cops say, admitted in targeting the home because because Gaiuti and his spouse are Democrats and support Joe Biden while he is a Trump man. Hmm. A patrolman noted that Dietrich's statement leads me to believe this incident is politically motivated. Um, So in a Facebook post following Dietrich's bust, Gaiuti wrote of an eventful early morning and the apprehension of the man who's been Um, crapping in our front yard for the past 10 years. Dang. Trump ain't even, (laughs) even, (laughs) he wasn't president for 10 years. The pooper guy you denoted would leave behind three or four crumpled up restaurant napkins. He would use to clean himself. Uh, that was my clue that I had a visitor. So, um, 10 years.
0: If this, if this for real 10 years, this problem goes deeper than yeah, politics, no. my friend. Well, I'm sure he wasn't an Obama fan either. <laughs> hey. You know, I'm sure he wasn't. Yeah. Well, uh, what was he? Was he a McCain man? Then? I guess so. <laughs> the reason he's dubbed Trump man. Well, I mean, he did identify himself as that.
1: Yes, he did. He but did. Uh, I feel like he's probably on the Ron Paul wagon.
0: You know, <laughs> hey.
1: with you and the rest of the libertarians. <laughs> yeah, there are no laws. We can poop wherever we want to. There we go. So, I hope this man gets justice because that's over the line. Right. You know, it's one thing to debate and holler on Facebook and everything. Yeah. another thing when you're popping a squat in somebody's yard mm-hmm. because they like a politician that's different than yours.
0: Can we take just a moment and just uh, just acknowledge that this is where we're at now, exactly in America. This is how we. <laughs> this is how we've gotten. Yeah. I mean. When I was in high school, I remember people would sometimes debate politics, but it it rarely got vicious. It right. rarely got mean. Yeah, there was never like pooping in the yards, and it certainly wasn't your seventy year old pawpaw. No, it was absolutely. Into this, you know,
1: that's absolutely right. <laughs>
0: um, I think
1: that I think that this is just maybe how we're going to do things in the future. <laughs> like if I don't like you, we're just going to crap in your yard. <laughs> right. Well, I, you know, there's worse things you could do.
0: There's there is worse things you could do. That's true.
1: Yeah. But still, what would you think? If you just had somebody crapping in your what if Richard? Do you find out one day? <laughs> Richard is crapping in your. You found
0: yard. out that I wrote in Kanye West <laughs> in the last election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And we, I would get my hose. That's yeah. what I would do. Like,
1: <laughs> you start finding Taco Bell napkins out here in your yard, <laughs> which the Taco Bell is looking great, by it the way. Is,
0: this is not just your ordinary. I mean, it's Taco going to have Bell.
1: outdoor seating, by the way. You There's know?
0: stonework all around the building. I know. They got murals up. They yeah. do. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> It'll bring a tear to a glass eye. <laughs> it really will.
1: It really will. (laughs) You know what else will? Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. That's right. We want to thank them for their sponsorship and support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on, Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't care your world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurley Wallace Boulevard. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Linda Spice taste the spice but not the heat check them out at CajunCurl.com and use their promo code or sorry use our promo code <laughs> EOP10 that's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount
0: because we ask that you use the spice but we don't ask you pay full price amen alright John you want to listen to a voicemail sure let's hear from Jacqueline alright
2: Hey guys, it's Jacqueline. Uh, bad news. Another member of the Earth Oddity vehicle family has met her timely death. Um, my vehicle that has proudly displayed the Earth Oddity bumper sticker for well over a year now, probably more. Um, she finally died with uh, 300 and fifty thousand kilometers on her. I don't know what the conversion is to miles, but it's a loss. How much is that,
0: John? <laughs> uh,
1: I don't a kilometer is one sixth of a mile, right? Yeah. Uh but I don't know. I'm about to Google it. That would be two hundred and seventeen thousand four hundred and seventy nine point nine one seven miles. Mm-hmm. Respectable. That's respectable, yes. yes.
2: Anyways, so, John, we're uh, twinsies with new vehicles, but I'm not getting a truck, um, unfortunately. I'm getting just a, a new car, but brand new, like 2021 new, and uh, so I'm about to go really far into debt, so um, wish me luck with that.
1: Dave Ramsey is appalled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think Jacqueline knows who Dave Ramsey is?
1: I don't know, <laughs> but Dave Ramsey gets on my nerves. <laughs>
0: have, I, have I told everybody that before?
1: I don't like Dave Ramsey. <laughs> right. I'm offended by him, number one.
0: Because Dave Ramsey says you need to haggle over prices, and well, John hates it when you do that. No, it ain't that.
1: He ain't talking about at a yard sale, Tiny. <laughs> or something's like $2. Okay? <laughs> um, yeah, of course you got you need to haggle over some prices. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're getting a 1989 uh, Panasonic VCR at my yard sale and I have it priced for $2, don't ask me for $1.50. fifty. <laughs>
0: Don't ask me for a dollar $1.50. Can I just have it? <laughs> uh, I would rather give it away. Yeah, absolutely. I'd rather give it away. I'm telling you, VHS is coming back.
1: I, my wedding video is on VHS. <laughs> we have no way to watch it. And
2: people are like...
1: Which, I don't know if I told you this. I, they're on our wedding video, Deidre's name is misspelled in it. As <laughs> D-Bra. <laughs> right. Yeah, as D-Bra. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right.
2: Um... When I posted the article about the guy eating his cell or sorry, not eating his cellmate, killing his cellmate, uh, and torturing him, I really didn't expect you to read it on the show, but I'm really glad that you did. Um, because I enjoyed it the first time I read it, and I enjoyed it even more having someone read it to me. So thanks for that, guys. Uh, I guess that's all. I'm enjoying the lovely weather today and uh, I hope you all are having a safe and fun week. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Jacqueline. Always a pr- pleasure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And she posted pictures of her new ride on mm-hmm. Facebook. Shark, by the way.
0: And somehow she she salvaged, <laughs> she salvaged that bumper sticker.
1: <coughs> yeah, I didn't know if you sent her a new one.
0: I don't know. I, I, I'm
1: impressed. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I was too. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, uh, Jacqueline, now that you are, have joined the new car club, of course, mine's not a 2021, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, we we have an even closer bond, but our cars <laughs> right. just, like, it was time for us to get new cars at mm-hmm. the same time. It's basically like our cycle synced up, so, as yeah. a Canadian sister, so, <laughs> right. there we go.
0: Is that uh, the only voicemail? That's the only voicemail we uh, got this
1: week. I may mean, I offended to that, uh. Marietta last week. Marquette. (laughs) Marquette, yeah. Marietta's a city in Georgia.
0: You offended her by saying that y'all were friends. (laughs) And then I offended her her by saying I'm not her friend. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? (laughs) Uh, You just don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, John, what do you say we ask some questions?
1: I'm ready. Let's do some questions. And
0: now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. If you would like to ask John questions, you can join our Discord server, link in the show notes, and head on over to the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel. We'll ask him on the show, and he will answer those questions correctly. Unless it's a question about Chick-fil-A. No, I'll answer those (laughs) correctly, too.
1: You just can't hear the truth. You can't handle the truth.
0: (laughs) Raytheon asks, if frogs are on Reddit and birds are on Twitter, what's on MySpace? No one, <laughs> Tom, not even Tom. Tom. Yeah, Tom's gone. <laughs> Tom's not even there anymore. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cash Money Oddity Millionaire asks How many Doge Coins does it take to replace Taco Bell Mead's window?
1: I have no idea, but this is the second Dogecoin related question that Cash Money Oddity Millionaire has mm-hmm. asked. So I feel like he's just trying to get people to buy Dogecoin. <laughs> so his stock price goes up. Yeah. Speaking
0: of. Like I'm on to you.
1: (laughs) I'm on to your little game here. You need to put, you need to change your name like Paul Powers and make it, you know, (laughs) buydogecoin.com or whatever.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of, people should really go out and buy Dogecoin. (laughs) So my Dogecoin goes up. (laughs) Uh, it has rebounded some. It got up to like seventy cents. Oh yeah, and then it fell back down to thirty. But now it's right around thirty-seven cents. Oh so, wow! Yeah,
1: how many do you have? How much do you have? Two
0: hundred and seventeen. Two hundred seventeen dollars worth. Cent. Two hundred and seventeen Dogecoins. Okay, but now I bought them when they were six cents. Yeah. So okay, not not bad. Not bad. Yeah, hold on to <laughs> not, them. Not as good as if I'd have sold it when it was at seventy. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Elon Musk needs to do. Uh, Saturday Night Live again. Well,
1: he's already tanked Bitcoin this week. <laughs> well, there you go.
0: He likes Dogecoin, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, until he doesn't. Until he doesn't. That's true. Which would you prefer to find, Bigfoot or aliens? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Well, I mean, Bigfoot's real. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: aliens, we don't know if they're real or they're not, right? But which would you rather find? Bigfoot. Okay. Yeah. If <laughs> uh, if I had my, my, my choice, I would find Bigfoot. Gotcha. Absolutely. All day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be like Harry and the Hendersons even living over with us.
0: But sorry, Ollie, you gotta sleep on the couch now. <laughs> Nicole asked, "Why do shows drop on Tuesday?" Oh, I, I feel like that's really more at me. <laughs> that's a tiny question. <laughs> that's a tiny question. Yeah. We typically record on Sundays. Yeah, because Fridays, my wife wants me to do stuff with her on Friday.
1: John's <laughs> stuff. wife. tiny quote unquote. <laughs> do stuff, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. John's date day is Saturday. Yeah. Which leaves us with Sunday. That's true. And then I need usually at least a day to, to try to do all the stuff I do to it, edit it, and make it sound better and whatnot. It, we were a little late this past week, but I did get it posted Yeah, there was some uh, Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. There you know? was some uh scuttle
1: scuttle uh scuttle butt scuttle butt. <laughs> scuttle butt. That too. That's what I Deter and I do on date day. Uh <laughs> <laughs> in the in the Patreon, but you had already, or in the Patreon Discord, mm-hmm. but you had already gotten it up.
0: So yeah. I was like, "Boom, Tiny <laughs> has a life, y'all." Okay, get off his back. I will say this because sometimes I'll I will be late. I try not to be, yeah. but sometimes I, I I get behind or have sure. other stuff going on, and it does go up late. And I apologize when that happens. But when I do get DMs and tweets and messages <laughs> about hey, where's the new show? <laughs> In a weird way, I actually do feel honored. I don't feel annoyed, yeah, all because right. it means people people want this new to it. people no, want the show. I so, get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Direct all those the time.
1: <laughs> by the way, because <laughs> yeah. I'll be like y'all DM me one more time, I'll walk off of the show.
0: <laughs> I'll never do it again. Uh, that's our Babo ask. I'm catching up on old episodes, and y'all started talking about Ernest P. Worrell. Uh huh. What is your favorite Ernest memory? Did you ever see his commercials? Of course, we have. Yeah. Or I know I did. Yeah. And did you know that there is a documentary in the works on Jim Barney? I did not know I that. I didn't know that. I'm super excited yeah. to hear that because I was a huge fan of Ernest, especially when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I would
1: my first cousin and I, Will, well, he's actually my first cousin once removed, Will Barnes, you whose know, brother, older brother Clay, was at church mm-hmm. uh, this morning. We would spend the night with each other all the time on the weekends. We're same age. And we would get up and watch Garfield, the Garfield cartoon. And then mm-hmm. after that, Ernest and Friends or whatever it was he called. He did have
0: a show. I forgot come about on. that. Yeah. And
1: we would, I mean, it was like a religious experience to watch it every week. <laughs> yes. And so that was what we would do every Saturday morning that we would watch that together. Mm-hmm. But basically until it quit coming on the air, we did that. So right. those are my favorite Ernest moments. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Ernest go to camp, all that good stuff's great, but those little
0: TV shows were so funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my favorite Ernest movie would probably be Ernest scared stupid. Okay. Just so many quotable lines. All right. You know, I
1: don't even know if I've seen that one. <laughs> Are you
0: serious? I fell off the Ernest wagon, you know, oh, man, I've got a DVD. Uh, it's got, Three oh, it's got. I think I think it's his first three. It's got Camp, scared, stupid, and Ernest goes to jail.
1: Yeah, I remember Ernest
0: goes to jail.
1: <laughs> yeah. So maybe I have seen it. I just don't remember. That's the one where he's fighting the troll. Yeah,
0: and they were trying to find out like the, the troll's weakness was milk, but it was like missing the L, mm-hmm. and he thought it said miak. <laughs> at one point, he's like, "I got it right here. Eat miak and die." <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Raytheon ask. If violent video games make me violent, why don't cooking video games make me want to cook?
1: I was unaware there were cooking video games, <laughs> but uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know that video games make people violent. Right. I think violent people are just violent people, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take a whole lot to get them to set them off. <laughs> right. In my experience,
0: I feel like in I don't want to. I don't want to act like there's nothing there. I mean. Possibly it could influence sure. someone, but if violent video games made people violent, I feel like there would be a lot more violence. Well, there's a lot of violence. <laughs> there's a lot, but yeah. we're actually lower now than at yeah. any point in
1: human history. True. So that's true. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, we had two world wars before video games were invented. <laughs> right. so we've always been a little violent, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know why. I don't think video games influence you to do much other than sit on your butt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's about it. Right. At least that's what I see for my kids.
0: Nicole asks, is there a savory food that's acceptable to eat pineapple on top of or in? I mean, I like pineapple. I'm not anti-pineapple.
1: I think our stance has been has been uh, misrepresented <laughs> right. on pineapple. We don't like pineapple on pizza. Mm-hmm. Pineapple... Like you ever had like a barbecue that has pineapple on it? I haven't. Oh, it's pretty good. Are you serious? I'm absolutely good. Because
0: I was my question would like like be well, fine savory. You like, know? yeah. Well,
1: that's a good question. Yeah. So that's like when people would at Rolly be like, "Was well, that spicy? And I'm like, Well, that's kind of a that's kind of a ambiguous term. Mm-hmm. Like what's spicy to me may not be spicy to you or whatever. What's spicy to me is hot to everybody else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, you don't I don't know that I can give you an accurate depiction of what it is. But yeah, I know like uh where was I? They buried a pig in the ground and they oh, yeah, that. cooked it mm-hmm. and it had all this like pineapple slices on it and everything and it was amazing. <laughs> right. I mean, I was like tip top, this is great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like barbecue barbecue like we would think so, mm-hmm. or like what well, we would call it. So where was I when that happened? I don't know. Gordo? Well, it wasn't it was in the south because it was like me and all my friends and we've been drinking all day and stuff, you know, like in college somewhere where that happened. So it could have been that I was drunk too and I (laughs) enjoyed it that much more because I was just trying to get something on my stomach. I don't know. I'm not anti pineapple. Pineapple can go on a lot of things. So
0: But just not pizza. But not on pizza. Right.
1: Yeah. Because pineapples don't grow in Italy, (laughs)
0: y'all. You know? They don't grow pineapples in Italy. And again, we covered this on the show. But the guy who invented air quotes here, Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. Was not Hawaiian. No. Nor was he from Hawaii. No. He wasn't in Hawaii when he made it. No. He just put pineapple on a pizza and called it Hawaiian. Exactly. Because everybody went nuts because he's racist. (laughs) Exactly.
1: He hates Italians. Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
0: If you would like to ask questions again, link in the show notes. That's right. I guess that'll about do it. John. As our show comes to an end, there are some people I want to pay tribute to. Okay. And by pay tribute, it's going to be like verbal. We love you. Yeah. (laughs) We respect you. We're not giving you. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're giving you bonus content. Sure. (laughs) That's what we're giving you. Exactly. Uh, We thank all of our patrons. We love all y'all so much. We would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. These people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Mr. Warsaw, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Carol Visco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, mm-hmm. and Mr. Mike Wilcox, AKA Mick The Mick That's right. <laughs> yep. Again, we thank you all so much. We tip our hats to you. Right. Uh, sirs and madams. Absolutely. Madams. All of our patrons
1: yes. we love. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you should join it too if you haven't, because the patron section is better than everything else. Yeah. I actually haven't listened to the patron show this week yet. Okay. So I got to. I got all off listening to another podcast. <laughs> I rarely will listen to another podcast, but I did, and that one was really good. It caught me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop,
0: so... If you would like to join the patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Oddity. We have several different tiers. If you join at the $5 tier, you get a bonus show every month and you get an extended show every single week. That's right. That's exactly right. I like how you're tailing off our show
1: with us beginning it too. I like that.
0: I like that. (laughs) That is patreon.com slash Oddity. Extend your oddity. Extend it. Speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in the extension?
1: Oh, well, I have a story about journalism Okay, that my friend Todd, who's a member of the Patreon, sent me. Yes, it's about some aggressive journalism. I'll just leave it at that. Gotcha. And swingers. So there we go.
0: Okay. I got a story about naked Florida woman.
1: Oh, yeah. She did it again. Okay. So, oops. I did it again.
0: <laughs> she did it again. There we go. I guess uh, you got anything else to say before not, we end it?
1: Nope, nothing. All right. I'm not saying anything else.
0: <laughs> if you anything else, you're going to have to pay.
1: That's right. <laughs> I'm going to read his phone number and say love y'all and I'm done for the podcast.
0: <laughs> you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast. And we thank y'all so much for listening. No matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are Earthaudity at planetmail.net. If you'd like to tweet at us, we are underscore earth on Twitter. We are also underscore Earth on Instagram. If you want to check out our show art, leave comments, beg us to promote our podcast on your Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to chat at us up in Discord, there's a link in the show notes for our Discord server. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone
1: number? 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059.
0: We hope all of y'all have an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing. Love y'all. Bye. has been a very odd production thanks for listening hey everybody here we are extended show we're still talking about odd news still telling stories we thank y'all so much for joining us what do we got this week? Well, t- you got t- any stories that you want to talk about?
1: Well, I personally know.